Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakota Sichas, Chelik Yudches, Parshas Pinchas Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learn about the counting of the Yidden, and we learn the teaching of Rashi on the words, Vayihi Achare Amagefa, that it was after the Magefa, the epidemic, the plague, that the counting happened. And there are four parts in the sicha. The rebel number one explained the simple meaning of Rashi on these words and then ask seven questions on this teaching of Rashi number two present the key to answering all these questions number three based on this answer the questions and then also address a side question that comes up and number four present two heroes that we could learn from all of this in our parsha, Rashi quotes the words "Vayhi and then he adds "Vegomer." The "Vegomer" alludes to what the pasuk says afterwards, which is that Hashem instructed Moshe, as well as Elazar, the son of Aaron Akayin, he instructed them Count the Yidden. So Rashi quotes the words "Vayhi He adds "Vegomer" and explains as follows: Moshel, a Moshel for this is Leraya to a shepherd. The Moshel is of a shepherd. That wolves entered within his flock. And they killed some of the sheep in the flock. And now this shepherd, he counts the sheep that remained. In order to know the number of sheep that remained. Now learning this Rashi simply, the way we're going to understand it, as a number of Mepharshim explain, the Rashi is teaching that since it says that the counting happened the Torah doesn't just say Hashem instructed Moshe to count the Yidin, but rather it says that it was after the Magefa and then Hashem instructed Moshe to count the Yidin. So Rashi learns it to mean that it's not just telling us when it happened chronologically, when this event occurred, that it was after the Magefa, but rather that they're connected. The Torah is telling us after the Magefa he told Moshe to count the Yidin because there's a connection between the two events. And now the question is, how are they connected? And so Rashi answers it with a mushal. It's a mushal to a shepherd that that wolves came into the pen, they killed some of the sheep, so now he's counting them to see how many remain. And there are seven questions here. The first question is that it's difficult to explain Rashi in this way, that Rashi is coming to tell us the connection between the Magefa and the counting of the Yidden. The reason it's difficult to explain it this way is since the student already understands the reason for the counting. The student doesn't need this explanation from Rashi. The student already understands this on their own. Since they learned an earlier Rashi, in the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, where Rashi teaches that mitoichi basen lofanav, because of the love that Hashem has for the Yidin, so meina isam kol shah. He's constantly counting them. And he says, kashiyatsum mitzrayim, when they left mitzrayim, he counted them. Ochishinoflu be'egel, when some of them died by the eagle, he counted them. And Kishabala Hashrich when he came to rest the Shechina, to place the Shechina on the Yidin, he also counted them. And so the student understands that after the Magefa, just like after the Eagle, when Yidin died, Rashi says over there, Hashem counted, he counted the Yidin to see how many remained. So also here, after the Magefa, Hashem is counting them to know how many remain. So there's no question here about the student. So why does Rashi have to give this explanation? There's a question over here. What's the connection between the Magefa and the counting? The student knows the answer to that. There's no reason to say anything. And if you're going to say that it's just to remind the student about it, since he learned it all the way at the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, if that's the case, then it would be enough for Rashi to simply write, he would quote the words, and then just say very simply, he's reminding the student of this idea. It's to know the number of Yidin that remained. 
So it's difficult to understand Rashi the way we said that he's coming to give this explanation because the student already knows of it. And if it's just to remind the student, he would write it in much shorter. And so the question is, then if that's the case, what is Rashi coming to explain over here? The second question is, what's the reason that Rashi brings a mushal over here? What does the mushal add? It's self-understood. Moshe Rabbeinu is the shepherd of the Yidin. And so if a plague occurs and kills some of the Yidin, he's going to count the remaining ones. What, is it, what does it help us to have this mushal? How does it help us in understanding what Moshe Rabbeinu is doing? Without the mushal, we understand it. it would seem just as well. The third question is, when we look at the mushal itself, the mushal doesn't seem to fit with the nimshal. Because when we look at what the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, What happened? Hashem instructed Moshe and Elazar Akayin to count the Yidin. So the one that's initiating and instructing the counting is not Moshe, it's Hashem. So that would seem to fit better with a mushal, not where the Raya, which is like Moshe Rabbeinu, is counting the Tzayin, but rather, we're the Baal Atzayin, the owner of the Tzayin, which represents in the Nimshal, is, corresponds to Hashem, instructs the Raya to count the sheep. So it would seem that the correct Mashal for the Nimshal is not that the Raya, the shepherd, counts the sheep, but rather that the owner of the sheep instructs the shepherd to count the sheep. Now we can B'deichik answer that the meaning of the nimshal, meaning in other words, the way to read the Pasuk correctly is that Hashem is telling Moshe to count the sheep, not because Hashem is the Balat sign and he wants to know the number, so he's telling the Raya to count it for him, but rather Hashem, as the Balat sign is instructing Moshe as the Raya something that Moshe has to do. However, that's a difficult thing to answer, because why why go and explain the Pasuk that way? In the simple way of the Pasuk, Hashem, who is the Balatzayin, is instructing the Raya to count the sheep because he, Hashem, the Balatzayin, wants to know the number. So it seemed to fit better with a mushal of a Balatzayin who's instructing the Raya to count the sheep because the Balatzayin wants to know the number. So the mushal, besides for the question of what's the need for the mushal, when we actually look at the mushal, it doesn't seem to fit with the nimshal. The fourth question is, it builds on the third question and says the question that we asked previously is even more difficult since when we look at the source of this teaching in Rashi, whether it's found in Tanchuma or Bamid Baraba, indeed over there the mushal that it uses is not of a raya of a shepherd who's counting the sheep, but rather a mushal where the balatzain, the owner of the sheep, instructs the shepherd to count the sheep, which fits much better, it would seem, with what it says in the Pasuk, that Hashem, the owner of the sheep, instructs Mesha, the shepherd, to count the sheep, because Hashem wants to know their number. So, our question was that the mushal doesn't fit, seem to fit with the nimshal. The question becomes even stronger since when we look at the source of this teaching of Rashi, it indeed uses a mushal of a balatzain, of an owner of sheep, and not just of the raya of the shepherd. The fifth question is, and again it's building further on the previous one, that the question is even more difficult since Rashi himself, by the eagle in Parshish Kisisa, he uses over there a mushal of a balatzain. When we have after the eagle, the counting of the Yidin, Rashi says a mushal for it is of a balatzain. And suddenly over here, Rashi talks about the raya, about the shepherd counting the sheep. The sixth question is, besides for the difference between by the eagle, where Rashi says over there, he uses over there a mushal of balatzain, the owner of its sign. And over here, Rashi uses the mushal of a raya of the shepherd. So in addition, there are three other differences. Number one, over there, Rashi says, Shanafal Badever, that Dever, a plague, struck the sheep. 
And over here Rashi says, that wolves entered and killed some of the sheep. Number two, over there, Rashi says that he counts them after some of them died. In order to express and show that he loves his sheep. And over here, Rashi doesn't mention that. He just says he counts them to know how many remained. Not in order to express that he loves them and to make known that he loves them. And the third difference is that over there, Rashi says either other Gersayas have Alatzayin. So the devil fell or Alatzayin. Whereas over here, Rashi says into his flock into his herd of sheep. So the question is, what's the explanation for these three differences? And the seventh question is, that when we look at Rashi, there is another part to Rashi, so we'll bring that up first, and then we'll ask the question. Rashi continues over there and says, Dover Acher, another explanation. The explanation, another explanation for why Moshe is counting the Eden over here is, because when they left Mitzrayim, and they were handed over to Moshe to lead them, so they were handed over to him with a number. They were counted at the time. So now that it came close to the time of Moshe Rabbeinu passing away, like we learn right afterwards in the parsha, it has the counting of the Yidin, then there's a story related to that, and then it goes to Moshe Rabbeinu passing away about Moshe Rabbeinu coming close to the time of his passing. So now that it's coming time the, to the passing of Moshe, so he has to return the sheep. So he also returns them with a number. So the Rebbe asks, and the seventh question is, the reason this is the second parish and not the first parish is because it doesn't explain the connection between the counting and the magefa. We said that's what Rashi is doing over here, telling us the connection. This is not giving us the connection. So the Torah says it's after the magefa that he counted them, and it's really not related to the magefa. However, so so now we understand why it's a second one, because it's not as good of an answer. However, the question is, if you're giving it as a second explanation, it means there is some difficulty with the first explanation. And so the question is, what's difficult with the first answer that therefore Rashi has to bring this as a second explanation? Because the rule is that whenever Rashi gives two answers, he brings the better answer first. But he brings the second answer because although the first answer is a better answer, it also has a difficulty. So each of them has a difficulty, but the difficulty with the first answer is less than the difficulty with the second answer. So the question is, what over here is the difficulty with the first answer? In order to answer these seven questions, we're going to present the key to answering them. And already here in the key, we're going to partially answer questions number one and number two, which was, why does Rashi have to explain anything? The student already knows about the idea of counting after a tragedy. And number two, what's the need for a marshal? So the explanation of all of this is as follows. Rashi is not just presenting his teaching over here in order to explain the connection between and counting the Yidin. Because as we explained, we already know the reason from Rashi earlier, both in the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar and also in Parshas Kisisa after the Eagle. So what's Rashi coming for over here if it's not for that? But rather he's coming to answer a difficulty in the words Vayhi for themselves. Those words themselves are difficult. When we read the words Vayhi there's a question over here. That's why Rashi quotes these words. These are the words that need an explanation. What's the question? The question is that at the end of Parsha's Balak, in the previous Parsha, right at the end, it recounts how the Nitzmadim Labal Per, those Yidin who did an Aver by Baal Per, they were punished in two ways. There was the Magefa, that killed 24,000 Yidin. And then there was the judges that killed those who did Avedazara and they had all the requirements to make them Chai of Misa. There was Adem, the witnesses, and so they're Chai of Misa. And over there, 176,000 Yidin were killed. 
So according to this, there's a question over here. Why does the Pasuk emphasize that it was after the plague that Yidin were killed, that Meshav Benu now was instructed, or Hashem now instructed Meshav Benu to count the Yidin? So why does the Torah emphasize that the counting was in order to know how many Yidin are left after the Magefa, after the plague? It would seem to be more important to count the remaining Yidin from the ones that were killed by the judges, where more than seven times the amount of Yidin were killed than were killed by the Magefa. So that's the difficulty over here that Rashi is coming to explain. Why does the Torah say that it was after the plague that Hashem instructed Meshav Benu to count the Yidin? It would seem to be more appropriate to say it was after the Yidin were killed by the judges. And in order to answer this question, Rashi brings the mashal, l'raya shenichnu ze'evim. So we partially answered questions number one and number two. Question number one was, there's no question over here, the student understands why the counting is happening. That's not Rashi's question. Rashi's question is not, it says, and then it says to count, what's the connection? The connection is that after a magefa, you have to know how many remain. That the student knows already. Rashi's question is, why does it say after the magefa specifically? It would seem more appropriate to say after the judges killed the yidin who deserved to die. Because over there, 176,000 Yidin died. So that's the question Rashi is coming to address. And in order to answer that, we need a mushal, and we'll see how the mushal answers it. But that's why Rashi brings the mushal, because that's a question that we don't have the answer to it by just saying he wants to know how many remain. Then you should say, after the judges killed them. Why is it saying Magefa? For that, we need the mushal, and we'll see later how this mushal answers this question. So before we go to actually answering specifically our questions now that we understand what's the question that Rashi has and that that's the reason he brings the muscle now we could start understanding this muscle let's analyze it a little bit so what's the difference between when the balach sign instructs the raya to count the sheep to know how many remain and when the raya counts the sheep to know how many remain because we have two examples here we're talking over here a muscle specifically of the shepherd counting them so what's the difference between when the owner instructs the shepherd to count them because he wants to know how many remain and when the shepherd counts them on his own because he wants to know how many remain so by the balat sign by the owner of the sheep it comes as a result of and it's there to express the chavivus the love that he has for his sheep and as rashi says in parshas kisisa he says it clearly like we said in one of our questions he mentions the chavivus is there in other words the only thing that is relevant is that the counted sheep remain whole and it doesn't matter whether the raya was at fault for what happened. All that matters is what remains and that all of that is whole. The whole. What caused the incident that killed the other sheep is not relevant. What's relevant is that he loves the sheep and he wants to see the remaining ones and how many there are. However, by the raya, by the shepherd, when he's counting the sheep, it comes as a result of the task of a raya. And it's with the intent to dedicate himself more to the sheep to protect them from another such incident. So this is connected to the task of a raya. The raya is responsible for the sheep. And so he has to see how many remain to know what's involved with his job. And now he has to dedicate himself to protect them that such a thing shouldn't happen again. And therefore, this counting is mainly when the raya is responsible. However, if the incident that occurred was out of the control of the raya, so then there's no need for him to count the remaining sheep. There's nothing he could do to avoid this incident happening again, to know how many sheep are there and to make sure to protect them. There's nothing he could have done. So according to this, we can understand why in the mushal of a Balat Sain, when now we're answering a little bit the question number six, we already spoke about how come over there in Parshas Kisisa Rashi says Chaviva, because over there was Hashem counting. It's about the the Chavivas, the love that he's trying to express. Now we're going to answer another aspect, which is why does it speak about the Dever? So according to this, we can understand why in the mushal of a Balat Sain it says Shenafal Bodever, that a plague happened. 
And by the Moshe of Araya, it says, Shenichnusu Zeivim. Araya, a shepherd can't protect his sheep from Dever. That's not something in his control. However, he can, and it's actually his task to protect them from Zeivim. And therefore, if Zeivim killed some of the sheep, it's the fault of the Raya. So that's why over here, where we're talking about the Raya counting, and we'll, we have to answer some of the other details, we'll get to that. But over here, when we're talking about the Raya counting and that mushal, that fits with Zeivim, because the Raya counts because of his responsibility, because of his task, because of his job. So that's only going to happen if it's something he could have controlled. That would be by Zeivim, the wolves. That's actually his whole purpose, his, one of his main purposes. And therefore, by the mushal of a Baalat Sain, where the chavivus of the sheep isn't related to what type of incident happened, so there Rashi says, Shenafal Badever, because it's not important the Zeivim, and as we'll explain later, how the situation in Parshish Kisisa is actually similar to Dever. But the point is, over there, it doesn't matter if it was Dever or Nichnusu Zeivim, and as we'll see, Dever fits better, so Rashi says Dever. But by the Moshal of Araya, this is the main point. Over there, Rashi says, because that's when it relates to the task of Araya. So what we're explaining over here is this difference between a Baalat and the Araya is that by the Baalat it's for the Chavivus, and therefore the incident, what the particulars are, doesn't matter. He's always going to count them. By the Araya, it's related to his task, to his job, to his responsibility, that he has to now rededicate himself to make sure another incident doesn't happen with the remaining sheep. So he's counting them to know what he is to t- t- take care of, what he has to protect. It's a form of of strengthening his responsibility. So that only applies when an incident happened that he had control and he didn't do his job properly. So that's why when Rashi gives a mushal of a Baalat Sain, he uses the term Chaviva and he also says Dever because the specific incident that happened is not so important and as we'll see, what happened in Parshish Kisisa is similar to Dever. Whereas over here, where Rashi gives the mushal of a shepherd, so then Rashi says, wolves, because that's related to his responsibility. And he doesn't say chaviva to show the love, because that's not the point. The point is that he should be responsible in the future that such an incident doesn't happen. And with that in place, now we're going to be able to specifically start answering all of the questions in detail. So now, according to this, we're now going to move on to answering questions 1 and 2, which we already somewhat answered as well as questions 3, 4, 5, and 6. So all the questions except for the last one. We're going to speak a little more about what was the question over here, why bring a mushal, why it's a mushal of a raya, even though in the source it speaks about of a balatzain, and Rashi himself in Parshish Kisisa speaks about the balatzain, and also the differences, which we already touched upon a little bit. So according to this, we can understand how we can answer why it says, we're able to answer that through the mushal leraya. The death of the Yidin through the judges was based on what they deserved, according to the law. That's the halacha. They did an Avera, their Chayiv Misa. And therefore, it wasn't at all the fault of Moshe. It wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu's fault, it was their fault. However, bringing the Magefa to an end was connected to Moshe. As Rashi says, Niskapsu Shimon, there's a whole incident that happened with the Shevet of Shimon. And then they said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Amrulay Moshe, they said to Moshe, Zua is she forbidden this woman? And it's Alma The halacha it, it disappeared from him. He didn't know the answer. And only afterwards, when Pinchas Ra Maisev and Iskar Halacha, Pinchas saw the incident and he remembered the halacha and he killed Zimri. So that brought about that the plague came to an end. So we see that if Meshur Rabbeinu would have remembered the halacha, would have brought it to an end sooner. Now, even though Nisalmenu was caused by Hashem. It wasn't Meshur Rabbeinu's fault that he forgot. It was caused by Hashem, so that as Rashi says, 
So Pinchas could take this special thing that he deserves, that he should be the one to implement it. However, Moshe didn't know that. He didn't know this was orchestrated by Hashem. And as far as he was concerned, he forgot. And if he wouldn't have forgotten, the plague would have came to an end sooner. So therefore, Moshe thought that the Vateotzer, Amagifa, was delayed because of him. And so this is what Rashi is teaching us. The reason for counting Achari Amagifa and not Achare, the judges killing the Yidin, is understood. So that's the question Rashi has. Why does it say Achare Megefa? Why not after the judges killed the Yidin? So many more died. So Rashi tells us that will be understood. You need a mushal for that. Through the mushal of It's the mushal of Araya that when, when wolves come in, that's when he counts them to know how many remain. This is accounting that number one, that's required number one. That's, again, that's number one, required of Moshe the Roya. And number two, to know the number of those remaining from the Magefa, which was a matter that he thought at least that he could control. So that's why it's a Moshe of the Roya. For Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is related specifically to the Magefa. So Rashi says, why does it say Achari HaMagefa? Because this is a counting of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu will only count by something which he has a responsibility for, which in his mind was the Magefa. So why Achari Amagefa? Because we're talking about the Roya, Moshe Rabbeinu, who only counts related to things that are in his control, which would be the bringing of the Magefa to, the, to an end, but not the killing of those who deserve to die. And this is unlike by the eagle, where over there Moshe was on the mountain, and he didn't have any connection to the results of the Chet. He had no reason to count. It had nothing to do with him. What happened over there was completely out of his control. And so there was no reason for him to count them. And therefore, over there, when there's a counting, Rashi brings a mushal from a balatzain. He brings the example of a balatzain. He's the one that wants to count them. And he doesn't bring an example of wolves that entered. He brings an example of dever, which the idea of dever means that it's not the fault of the shepherd. By the eagle, it wasn't the fault of the shepherd. It wasn't the fault of Meshavinu. So he brings the example of dever, of a plague that, or an epidemic that killed the sheep, where it's not at all the fault of the raya. So now we have answered all of our questions, we clarified that the question is, why does it say, Achari HaMagefa, and why bring a mushal? He says, so the question is, why does it say, Achari HaMagefa, and that's what he brings a mushal, to understand why it says, Achari HaMagefa, and the only way we can understand that is, if we say it's the Raya counting, because the Raya is connected to Ze'evim, so that's why he doesn't talk about the Balat saying, even though the source is Balat saying, even though the Rashi over there is Balat saying, he doesn't use the Balat saying, he uses the Raya, because the Raya is connected to the Magefa, which is similar to the idea of Ze'evim. And then for the the question number six, why does it say Dever? We explained that. Why does it say Chaviva? We explained that because Dever means it's not in the control of the Raya. That's over there was out of the control. Over here was Ze'evim. It was something that he could be responsible for. He thought he was responsible. Over there it says Chaviva because Hashem counts to show love and expresses love. Meishu Rabbeinu doesn't say Chaviva. It's not for that purpose. It's to be responsible. And the last question of L'Sei Chatzayin, that we're only going to get to at the very, very end of the Sicha, when we talk about Tahira, over there we're going to answer the final difference of why over there it says L'Sei Chatzayin or Alatzayin, and over here it says L'Sei Chedroi. It speaks about the area that holds the sheep. Now we're going to move on to answering question number seven, which is, what's the need for two answers? What's wrong with this first answer that Rashi therefore has to bring a second answer? So however, there's a difficulty with this. This story over here occurred while the Yidden were, like it says, Ba'arvas Mayev It says that in the previous parsha, they were ready to enter Eretz Yisrael, and it was after the decree that Hashem said that Eretz, that you, Meshavim, will not bring the nation to Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it's also the time of Venesafta that Moshe is coming close to his passing, which is why it says right after this counting of the Yidden that Hashem instructed Meshavim, Halei El Aravar to go up. 
And afterwards, Hashem instructed Moshe to appoint Yeshua. So the context over here, the timing, is we're talking about close to the passing of Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, since the purpose of the Raya counting, like we said, it is is for the purpose, the whole counting is for the purpose of how to lead the sheep in the future and to take care of them properly. If so, so Yeshua, who was about to become the next Raya, should have been included in this counting. We're talking about close to the passing of Meshur Rabbeinu. They're about to enter into this role. That means it's time for Meshur Rabbeinu to pass away. Now with difficulty, we can answer that since Hashem knew that the passing of Moshe would only be a few months later, wouldn't happen right away, so therefore the counting was only relevant for Moshe for the next few months. However, since this answer of not including Yeshua, who would be the new Raya in just a few months, for 14 years, under completely different circumstances, is not glad, it's not a smooth answer. So you have this question on this, on this explanation. If the reason is to know about the remaining numbers so that he could take care of them in the future, if that's really the purpose, then Yeshua should have been there. He's about to be the next Raya. So because of this difficulty, therefore Rashi presents a second explanation. So that's the difficulty. We asked, what's the difficulty in the first answer? That if it's connected to caring for them, then you have to include Yeshua who's about to start taking care of, taking care of them. And so therefore Rashi presents a second explanation that the counting is indeed related to the, related to the passing of Moshe. And so... That's why, right before his passing, he's counting them, and it has nothing to do with Yeshua. He received them with a number, he's returning them with a number. However, it's going to be only the second answer, because there's a much greater difficulty, which is, why does it say then, it's not related to the Magefa at all. It's not related to the Magefa versus the judges killing, it's not related to the whole incident of the Magefa. It's related to coming close to the passing of Meish Rabinu. And so, because we have this much greater question, therefore, it's only the second answer. Now we're going to move on to answering a side question. At this point, we answered all of our seven questions. Like we said, there's one detail that will only be answered in the Hira. Why by Parshas Kisisa, by the eagle, does it say L'Seicher Alatzein? And over here it says L'Seich Edrei. But otherwise, we answered all of our questions. And now we're going to move on to answering a side question. And that is, however, after everything that we just explained over here, we have to understand there's a question here, which is why indeed was there a counting of, by Moshe, the Raya, and not accounting by Hashem, the Baal Atzayim. We understand why Moshe Rabbeinu counted the Yidin, because he thought he was responsible for not bringing the plague to an end sooner. So fine, Moshe Rabbeinu is counting the Yidin as a Raya that with his own need. But why didn't Hashem also count the Yidin? For the purpose of to know how many remained from the Yidin? To express that he loves them. And it would be related to both the Magefa and the Shaifti Yisrael here, Gush Hashem should want to count the Yidin, because 200,000 of them were killed, 24,000 in the Magefa, and 176,000 by the judges. When there's a death of so many Yidin, we said that when Yidin die, Hashem then counts them to show that He loves them. So, fine, we understand why Meshur Binu had a need to count them, but why didn't Hashem also count the Yidin? And the answer is, so this is a totally side point, the answer is that Yidin were over on the chait of Boyal Aramis. Where the Allah by Boyal Aramis is, like Rashi told us, it's not that Bezdin killed this person, who is a Bayel Aramis, it's given to Kanoim, to zealous people to kill this person. And the Ben Chamesh Lamikra already understands the unique severity of this hate. It's a terrible sin to the extent that it led to the deaths of, of 200,000 Yidin. And he understands this as Rashi says that Bilam told Balak, the God, the Abishter of the Yidin, he despises, he hates Zima. And so it's understood that there's no place for accounting related to Chavivas. Chavivas means that Hashem loves the Yidin, some of them died, and He's counting the remaining ones to show us Chavivas. But over here there's no Chavivas to those who died and did the sin, because 
And the Chavivus means that he wants to know how many of those that he loved remained. But the ones that did this sin, over there there's no Chavivus. And the Rebbe says that this will be understood and fit really nicely in the approach of Allah. The Rambam says that a boil Ramis is a chait, which is yesh by hefsed. There's a type of loss, that in all the other averis of, of Arayas, you don't have such a, a loss, which is Sha'abain. If a person has a child from a forbidden marriage through Arayas, it's still the person's child. He's considered part of the Jewish nation. Even if the child's a mamzer. But a child from a non-Jewish woman, it's not the person's son. So there's a terrible loss that a person that would have otherwise been a yid is a guy. And as the Raghav explains, that through this chait, one is my the person is making nefashas of Yisrael to be lost, I did the Ozzel Zara Basra, that this child now becomes a non-Jew instead of a Jewish child. Meaning what we're saying over here is that by all other Averis, one doesn't go past the boundaries which Hashem established between Yidin and Goyim. Because even after the Chet, the person remains a Yid. However, a Bayel Aramis, since this person made the child, who should have been a Nefash, what, it should have been a Nefash Mi Yisrael, to instead be Ozzel Basra Goy. So it's midah keneged midah, it's measure for measure, that this person is considered in regard to Chavivas to be outside of Hashem's Tzayn Marisai, outside of Hashem's flock. Just like this person took a, a Jewish neshama, person, somebody should have been a Jew, and took them outside of the Jewish nation, the child is a non-Jew, so this Jew is excluded from the Chavivas that Hashem has for his flock. And as the Rambam there says, This causes a person to be attached to non-Jews that Hashem separates from them. This person is basically breaking those boundaries. And therefore there's no counting for Chavivus for lay dominion on his service. You want to know the remaining number? We don't do that over here. Because those who didn't sin aren't considered Nesarim. They're not remaining from those who sinned. It's as if there is no connection in the Chavivus between them. And therefore there was no counting by Hashem after this terrible incident where 200,000 Yidin died. From here we have two Eiroes on the Ketzavas, on the two ends, like on the two ends of the spectrum. On one end we see how extreme is the hate of Bayel Aramis, that the Hefzid, the loss, is not just that Ozil Zairam Basra, that this child that could have been a Jewish child is a non-Jewish child, but rather, like we said, also the sinner himself becomes as if removed from the Tzayin Marisa of Hashem, and there's no Chavivas. And related to this, this is also here regarding the great merit and responsibility of those who have the ability to stop even one person and for even just one time from transgressing this hate, including from those or including by those who already stumbled in this hate. So on one end we see the severity of this hate, which it relates to the responsibility and merit to help and stop this thing from happening. So we see the severity on one hand. However, on the other hand, we see that regarding providing them with their needs protecting them from Za'evim, from wolves, etc., which is the job of the shepherd of the Raya. So there, Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the Raya Naman of all Yidin, who is Moshe Nefesh for each Yid. Like we know that Moshe Rabbeinu is Moshe Nefesh for the, for the security of Yidin. So Moshe Rabbeinu commits himself even for such Yidin, to the extent that they too are among Tzayn Marisai. And he counts them laid them in an Anasaris. They too are part of Edre. And so on one end we see the severity of this sin, that the child is removed from Kalah Yisrael, that the person themselves doesn't have the Chavivus by Hashem, as if the person is removed. But on the other end we see that when it comes to providing with their needs, protecting them, taking care of them, which is the job of the Raya Neman of Meish Rabbeinu. So over there, this Raya Neman of Meish, this Raya Neman of Yid and Meish Rabbeinu, 
who was Meisher Nefesh for each Yid, he commits himself even for such Yidin. And it's to the extent that they too are among Tzayn Marisei. He considers them his flock. And he counts them, he calls them, he says about the remaining ones, that they're remaining of those who died. He considers those who passed away because of the sin to be part of the flock that he's responsible for. They too are part of Edrei, and even more so, not just a part which is at the edge of the camp. They're part of it, but they're all the way at the edge. They're not really in, in the center. But rather, that's what Rashi says, they're, the, they're just as much as part of the flock as every other Yid. And this approach of looking at it this way, it becomes a part of Torah. Because we see it in Torah. And it's a therefore, for every Yid that we are told, Zichru Torah Avdi. Remember the Torah of Maisha Rabbeinu, it includes this part of it, of the, the, the relationship and the connection that Maisha has, even to such Yidin that he considers them part of Klai's role, and they're even not just part of the Edrei, they're Torah in the very midst of the Eder. And that's why over here Rashi says, that the Zevim came Teich Edrei, it was in his Eder. These people are part of the flock of Meshur